been a long time. And it seemed like every time I get on the mic, I always say that. It's been a long time. Welcome back. Welcome back. Or should I say, uh, welcome me back. Oh, goodness. It's been a while. It's been, what, about six months? I don't know how long it's been. But it's been a while. And I'm back. I don't know for how long, but I'm here. I had to do a a little life update podcast. Um, I hope that you all are doing well. I know I'm doing well over here. I have Bay with me tonight. Are you doing okay? I'm fine. Are you sure you're doing okay? I'm good. Before we started the podcast, he was in here doing homework, honey. So, you know, he is um, training to be a police officer. He is almost done. He actually has, uh, what's the day, the 7th? So he has 15 more days. No, I thought she was graduating on the 22nd. I'm going to count the weekend, though. Uh, he got to be accurate, honey. How many hours and seconds then? I don't know. I ain't think so. Anyway, <laughs> since you're trying to be all accurate and stuff. So anyway, he has 12 days to be precise. Um, But... Normal people time, he got 15 more days uh, according to the calendar because he is graduating October 22nd. Yay! So life is up here just doing a whole bunch of stuff for us and just, you know, changes and good things are happening. And I can't think of what we talked about the last uh, podcast. Can you think of it? Okay, so this... This podcast, we're going to call this the after party because I had my rebranding party October 2nd. But before we jump into that, do you want to tell the audience how you're doing? I know you said you was good, but I want you to elaborate just a little bit. How you feeling? Because you're almost about to graduate. How you feeling? I'm excited. Um, Who's ready to graduate? To be honest, I'm ready to get down with the academy. He ready getting them streaks, honey, and go crazy. That's what you ready. Well, we done with academy. Yes. Well, I heard that academy is actually the tough part, and actually doing the real policing is, you know, is cool. And then again, it depends on what city you're in, also, because um, I'm sure if you're in a city where it's a lot of high crimes, it's not really as laid back. Birmingham is a uh, is a city that's full of crime, but. I don't know any of the cops that I talk to. They seem pretty chill and just, you know, doing what they need to do. So you're going to be out there with them, the boys in the blue. So I can't say if the police ain't because, well, and then again, I could. Let me stop. Let me stop. It's it's children listening. Have you been? (laughs) I have been wonderful. I have been good. I believe the last time um, I left off with this podcast, it might have been June or July. And since then, I decided to have a rebranding party. Now, let me tell you guys what my rebranding party was all about. Of course, you all know that I do the cakes and I do a little bit of catering. I'm the chef at the winery on Sundays in Atala, Wills Creek Winery. And I decided to tap into doing candles that smell like desserts. So I wanted to have a party where everybody know that my company is just not going to be a cake 
company anymore. It's a cake, catering, and candles company. It's the three C's. Later on in life, when we feel like doing any shock value, it's going to be, you know, the other letters. But we're going to wait for that. We're going to save that until, like, we get big, like TMZ, paparazzi, that kind of stuff. Anyway, so um, I decided, actually, the idea came from uh, when Joe Lockett, which also I am a um, host on his radio show only one time a week, also do advertisement. But it the idea came about when I met with the young man that I told you that was doing some video for his uh, radio show on Mondays at Mimi's. Mm-hmm. So I decided to use um, Chris's girlfriend friend or whatever she is today to do um i don't know look i don't know honey whatever they want to call themselves i have no idea because i introduced her to my mother as his girlfriend and it got really silent in the room honey so i was like you know whatever she is today girlfriend friend shout out to her uh photography company because i sure forgot what the name is but i'll tell you guys in a minute i'll probably put it in the description so if you're in birmingham you can go ahead and use her but I end up using her, and um, which she was really dope. This is one of her biggest events that she had ever done, which I'm so happy that I was able to give her that chance. And I will be using her again because I think she did a phenomenal job. She gave us like the picture frames with the pictures in it, and then she did a bigger picture. Um, she did pretty good to me. She did. So anyway, so I had it uh, this past Saturday, October second, at the wedding house which to me i feel like it was appropriate because with me being one of their preferred caterers and preferred cake makers it only made sense for me to have it at that venue so they can just not see where they can have future events but they can also taste the food and smell the candles and everybody pretty much loved it how did you feel about it because i I brought you on this podcast because i wanted to dive into how you felt about it I liked I enjoyed it. Um it was more than like a rebranding party. It gave like a, a party feel, but more mm-hmm. like a reopening than a rebranding mm-hmm. type feel. Mm-hmm. I liked the whole uh, all the aspects of it to be honest. It was it was really nice. It was elegant. It was more a lot of, you had standing room that was left, so mm-hmm. it was pretty much sold out, if you want to say. So why did you say reopening? Because I mean, because physically I don't have a building. I actually want to talk about a story about that a little bit later in the podcast. Um, I say reopening because most people, I guess, didn't know that you were a chef, even though the people that came most already know that what you do. Mm-hmm. But I think most people didn't know that, like, because while you were in the back, a lot of people were raving over the candles and whichever candle, I forgot which one you had burning. Oh, yeah, my warm sugar cookie candle. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> so a lot of people was kind of grabbing them right then, buying mm-hmm. them, even before mm-hmm. you gave some away. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the whole thing, was it, was it was really dope. Well, I appreciate it. Is there anything I could have done differently? Nope, it could have been the exact same. <laughs> so let me set the scene for you all. Uh, I had one side of the wedding house where the guests were sitting and eating i did have some i wouldn't really call it hors d'oeuvres but i'm gonna say snacks because they weren't like it wasn't like caviar 
you know, little tuna yeah, like bites. The Greek salad and the major meal. Well, I mean, like on the table. I had like the pretzels and the crackers with my spinach. Oh, you talking on the table? Yeah, on the table. Yeah, everybody sit it. Mm hmm. Yeah, and then I had the DJ in one room. So in the next, in the middle, I forgot what they call that. The middle of um any house starts with a C, but we're not gonna we're not gonna stretch our brain for that. Mm-hmm. No, see, only people from Bessemer think just the room. Anyway, so <laughs> as soon as it comes to me, I'm gonna put it in the description. But I had my lady there collecting the tickets, also giving away um um having people to write their name on the raffle, put it in the bowl. Then in the other room is where the food was at. I had a table set up for the candles. I had one candle burning so they could smell it. Then I had the buffet table where they could make their own plates. And I had the um, tea and water table. And then in the next, it's like a partition that separates the um, like the sun room. And in the sun room, I had the dessert tables and the fruit tables. And each table was decorated with different holidays. So the fruit spread had the Halloween theme, the cake and the dummy cake had the Christmas theme, and then the pies had the Thanksgiving theme. And then actually the small round table that was behind the lady who was collecting tickets, um, I had wine. So I was really happy about it because me and you, we sit here at the computer trying to figure out, you know, what should I do? And I, it just came to me that I needed to have like the different tables decorated like holidays, especially since I'm doing this because the holidays are coming up, which I thought was pretty dope. But um, the reason why I call it rebranding, like I said before, because some people are like, you don't need to call it rebranding because you're still keeping a logo and you're still keeping your name. True that, but if you look up the definition, it's also to change something about your company. And what I changed about my company was just not being known as a cake person, but also a catering and a candles and a candle maker. And even though candle making it has nothing to do with food, and you must do it if not only in a separate room, but try to do it on a separate day if you're gonna tap into that and do food at the same time. But at least I had the candles flowing with the ideal of what I've been doing. Now for me, and Red will attest to this, um, the whole thing was not even stressful. It wasn't. It wasn't stressful. But I will say this. This is the objective that I had. The objective that I had was to really introduce new people that really didn't know a lot about my company, at least 50% to my company, the 50% of the people in the room. Now, most of my traffic comes from social media and farmer's markets. Everybody there in the room pretty much knew who I was and pretty much knew who I did, even though they probably didn't know too much of the chefing, the savory chefing side, they still knew who I was. So I will be honest with you. I did get a little frustrated because there was no new faces in the room because I wanted my company to present to be presented in front of new faces. Now, do you feel like I had the right to be just a little upset about that? No, because even with the old faces that was there, if you want to call them that, they still didn't know everything about you. I don't think everybody did. So, I mean, but you got your right to feel the way that you want to feel about it, though. Yeah, because. Because I really, and I, I, one thing I will say, I appreciate and I loved everybody who came out there. I appreciate the support. 
because without them, it would have been a ghost town of a party. And they came, they showed out, they bought tickets, they bought tickets at the door, and then they actually bought stuff while they were there. So I was so happy because we also had coffee mugs with my um, company's name on it. But I think with me, because I wanted to reach a goal, I was frustrated because in the middle of the party, I did cry. Not out, like, we're not going to talk about that part where, not yet, but in the back, I was getting really frustrated. But at the end of the night, I realized that even though I was trying to go into one direction for the party, what was meant for me was to go into another direction. And I saw it as people were getting inspired, especially when I had to, (laughs) when Joe Lockett made me cry. I'm going to blame it on him because I wasn't even going to cry until he even mentioned what he mentioned in the speech that he gave because he was partially the MC. And um, I was really happy that he said what he said, but at the end of the night, it made me realize that the goal was reached. It wasn't my goal, but the goal was reached. Do you feel like the goal was reached? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm going to just say yes a little bit louder. Yes, oh, yes ma'am. Oh, you don't even got to say it like that. See? Oh, goodness. He, goal was reached. You're going to have, you know, how you are. Y'all, let me let y'all know something. This man right here was almost fired this week. Let me tell you why. Because he. About three weeks ago, <laughs> so really anyway, he fell asleep on me three times this week, and it's Thursday. What have I been doing every day? Though? What have you been doing every day? Reports running behind. Oh, see, he ain't telling me that. He ain't telling me that. He ain't telling me that. He ain't saying reports. He told me he was. He told me he got body slammed today. I didn't get body slammed. Okay. Somebody else got body slammed. <laughs> he didn't get body slammed, y'all. I just wanted to say that. But he been falling asleep on me every night this week and i said you know what don't worry d'angelo he got me but d'angelo couldn't come tonight because he had he got to work in the morning but i appreciate both of them to be honest with you it's just that he's been falling asleep on me he has one more time to fall asleep on me and guess what he's fired anyway so moving right along so (laughs) before the party even happened i did something big like that i never thought i would do you know what it is? What? You know what I did? I did. Think about it. What did I do big that you never thought I would do before the party? Just think about it. I'm thinking. He's sitting right here looking at me. I cut all my hair off. That's that is big. Anyway, I cut all my hair. Like two weeks ago. Yes, and it's big for me. I thought you were talking about. The no, the No, and I'm going to tell you the reason why I decided to throw that in here. Now, lately, well, no, I'm not going to even say lately. For, I think ever since we met each other, I've been having these crazy dreams about things in my dreams about new beginnings and, um, and, babies. and babies. And babies, pregnancy, and children usually symbolize new beginnings. Ironically enough, when I cut my hair, I had stopped having those dreams for a few days. And I feel like we a woman cuts her hair, it is symbolic to a new beginning, a fresh new start. And I also had a tarot reader about two weeks ago to tell me the same thing. To me, everything just just went together. You know, uh, 
rebranding myself, um, cutting my hair, having all of these dreams, all of them tied into each other. So I said that to say this, when I went to my tarot reader, he did say that I was having a new beginning. He was talking about a ceremony. He's, he's seen a ceremony in my future, which he was talking about the rebranding party. He was talking about partnership, which I will talk about that in just a second. He was also saying, um, be careful. Don't, uh, whatever you going through, don't let, don't hold yourself back. You cannot be the one that's holding yourself back in business. And I took that plenty of ways, more than just one way. It was like several ways that I saw that I could be holding myself back. So there were things that was leading up to the party to let me know that I am, or that I was on, well, I'm still am on the right track and I'm going to continue going. Um, when he did see about the partnership in my tarot reader reading, I was telling him that I was having a rebranding party, which he did see a ceremony. And he said, hey, you may, you know, find somebody at the rebranding party that wants to partner up with you and take your business to the next level. Well, somebody did reach out to me from the party. We haven't um, touched bases after that, really like talked about doing things um, on the next level. But I'll get back to that in a minute. But there was a lady who reached out to me that I spoke with maybe eight years ago. And the crazy thing is about it, she was just looking through her phone. Actually, she reached out to me before the party. It's just that we actually met each other the Monday after. And now I am doing some more radio stuff, more radio advertisement, free radio advertisement with another radio company, which I'm really excited about. And then another thing, um, so everybody knows that Facebook, this is the week that Facebook decided to so-called shut down. And I always tell myself that social media is good, but you have to pick other ways of getting yourself out there. And sometimes you have to go back to the basics. So I went back to the basics today and yesterday. And not only did he say, you know, something about a partnership, but there's another tarot reader that I love listening to. And she was talking about an older woman coming in the mix and helping me. And the lady that I met with Monday is an older woman. And then there was two other ladies who reached out to me that want to do partnerships with providing their church or their event center with some catering that I'm doing. So today I actually booked two catering jobs, which I'm really, really happy about. Um, the radio show, the radio advertisement that go into effect on Monday, I'm still doing the Joe Lockett show. And then also um, I'm going to reach out to the young man because he did tell me that before I move anywhere outside of Birmingham, he wants to work with me just to see what can we come up with. Because I was telling Red that sometimes when you're in a place and you think that things aren't really going the way you need them to go in certain areas, sometimes you feel like moving. Do you want to tell them the reason why I feel like moving? You feel like Birmingham was kind of, I'm going to say dead, but it was kind of an it point now. Like, you didn't feel like you were flourishing outside of Birmingham, besides what you were already doing. You wanted to be bigger. But I'll, at the same time, it still take patience, even though if you don't feel like it's moving fast enough, it's just going to happen overnight, no matter what you do. 
<laughs> yes, it's definitely that. And um, that's how I was feeling. And so I was at my point of not giving up on my business, but as you all know, I've always been trying to look for my own building. Even though we run out of the commercial kitchen, I still want my own building. And I have just been looking and I've been visualizing how I want my building to look like. And boom, I want to say maybe a week and a half. No, about two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks before the rebranding party, I found a building. Like I like I can I kid you all not. Like it's a small little cute house that if you wanted to spend a night, you can spend a night. And then like the next street over, there was a house for rent. Perfect. I don't even have to drive. I just walk down the not even the street for real. Just walk across the grass and go to work. And so this building was in a really nice area that's busy where they're starting to redirect traffic. So traffic would be passing the building. Parking was enough. I didn't have to worry about parking. Um, the rent was $1,600, which is actually super good for that area because talking to some of the people around there, some of those uh, spaces were going for like $3,500 without a kitchen. Excuse me. There was another one for three thousand a month with no kitchen. The pink store is twenty something thousand a month. I'm sorry, not twenty something, two thousand and some change a month, no kitchen. And I actually found a place with a kitchen that was sixteen hundred a month. And I waited and I let it pass me by. And at first, I was just like, you know what? I lost it. The, but the more I thought about it with the holidays coming up, with Sherry's Berries um, reaching out to me, wanting me to do their strawberries, because they've been doing that ever since May. Actually, April. Remember that? Before we even went to Vegas? Right. So that would have been a place to, even if it was a slow day, I could do strawberries to get some type of income coming in. You know, that was a building where I could store stuff Um if I needed some more storage room. So I heard people and even Red said this and my mother said this. They say sometimes when something is not meant for you, it's not yours. Let me tell you something. I'm a huge believer in if you miss up if you miss an opportunity, that's sometimes a sign that that wasn't meant for you. But I will also say this. And I was talking to my state farm guy and him and somebody else was just, I think those two were the only ones that agreed with me. Sometimes if you ask for something and you let the opportunity slip, that ain't nobody else's fault, but yours. That ain't no, Oh, if it ain't meant to be, it, it, it wasn't for you. No, sometimes you the one who messed up. You're the one who, you wanted something so bad and I gave it to you and you let that slip by. That's your fault. And so I'm grown enough to, you don't have to pacify me and just be like, oh, well, you know, maybe another one. You're right, maybe another one. And maybe another one is more expensive, not in a really great area that you would have wanted to be. Or maybe it is in a great area, but now it's more expensive because I show, it's like, I showed you what you could have had, but you're the one who let it slip by. 
So I, I'm just telling you all that because the next time, if you are put into in a position where you have the money, you have the opportunity, you have the resources to get what you always want, just go ahead and jump on it. Because I'm going to be honest with you. If I went ahead and jump on it, we wouldn't be going to Mississippi next week. I would have to put her, my mother's birthday is next week. And I've decided to take her to Mississippi on a trip. I know people be like, Mississippi, what's, what can you do down there? Believe me, there's some stuff to do down there. But that was going to be her small birthday trip. Um, and I was thinking to myself with the rebranding party, I didn't want to spend too much at one time. But sometimes... And I think about my tarot reader, that kind of thinking can hold you back. So if you really do have the resources, you have the money, I'm not the money. I'm not saying break the bank and all of a sudden you got to live on cheese and crackers and Roman noodles and Vienna sausage and bologna. That's nasty. But anyway, if you eat that, that's you. But I'm just saying, I don't eat that. So if you, I'm not saying. <laughs> Everybody's like, I'm about to click off here. She ain't down with the baloney. Oh no, it's I'm about to click. <laughs> I'm about to click off. But the lesson that I learned was, it ain't always about. Oh, if it's not for you, it's just gonna pass you by. No, I learned if you don't jump on something, it will pass you by. If you're asking for something and you don't get it, sometimes that's your fault and nobody else's. Red, do you want to elaborate? No, I mean, I get what you're saying, and I agree with you to some degree, but it's kind of that if it's for you, then it's for you. If it's not, it's not. It's the same way when it's like it's your time to go and it's not your time to go. Like, they kind of got the same philosophy going with it. So, I'm going to say you can't beat yourself up over something that you passed up because something better is going to come along, even if you don't believe it. Like, not, So you can't beat yourself up over something that you passed up or the opportunity passed because something is going to come along better, even if you don't believe it or however you want to go about it. But you can't beat yourself up on I mean, I understand what you mean about not beating yourself up on, but don't you feel like sometimes opportunities, if you don't act on it, like if you're praying about something and you just keep constantly praying about something and then your prayers being answered and you decided that you didn't want to act upon it, you could probably find something better. But then that, that thing that you find that you think is supposedly better may be one of the things that you're lacking from what you what you found in the first place. I mean, because I understand the philosophy that you're coming from, but I also see, like I said on the radio the other day, about the man in the boat. If you all are Christians, maybe you know what I'm talking about. The man in the boat where it was raining. We've had a lot of rain, so we can, can testify to this. And it was raining a lot. And it flooded. Mm -hmm. He was in the boat. And the water was getting so high, it got to the top of his roof. And he was praying. And he said, Father, please come get me. Come save me. If you love me, come save me. And somebody in a helicopter came. And he said, no, no, no. I'm waiting on the Father. I'm waiting on the Father. I'm waiting for him to get me. Then somebody in the the boat came. 
And he said, no, 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 no. I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the father. I'm waiting for him to come. Come get me. Come get me. And then somebody else, let's just say, I think it was, uh, I can't remember who else came, the third person who came. But he was like, no, no, no. I'm waiting on the father. I'm waiting on him to come. And then he dies. And then when he gets to heaven, he says, well, why did you come get me? You said you love me. I thought you loved me. Why should you come get me? He said, I did get you. I brought you three things that you needed. You the one who passed up on it. Yeah. And see, that's the way I looked at that building. I brought you what you needed. You the one who passed up on it. Maxie, like, I agree with you. Every time I hear that story, it's just, you got to listen. I mean, you got to take heed to certain stuff like that. You can't be super blind. Nowhere in the Bible have they ever, people that read the Bible, Mm -hmm. has God ever came out to get nobody. Okay, where you been at? <laughs> God ain't never came down and showed his face to get nobody. Nobody know nothing about that. Even Daniel lines again, he made it out and he escaped. But he ain't never Moses he had, you know, had a lot of stuff going on, but you speak loud. he ain't never came down. So every time I hear that story kinda get me. Cause I'd be like, the man had a lot of opportunity. He should But see that's the thing it. about opportunities. We think what we're looking at, sometimes we look at it like, oh, it's just what it is and don't realize that's the opportunity. So you thought the opportunity was supposed to look another way, but mm-hmm. no, this is what the opportunity is looking like. All right. So, I mean, that's the way I look at it. I can't really. We're going to take that as the first one. We're going to take that as the man that came in the helicopter. So <laughs> got a few more. You'll be okay. But now I got to go and jump in the man with the boat and getting rained on when I could have been snug and safe and secured in the helicopter. It's still a way of getting out. But still, I'm still getting rained on even though I'm getting out, which it could have been a little bit more easy if I would have went on here and picked the first choice. I think you'll find something uh, better. Even though that area that you did find it in was a good area. It's a great area, y'all. It's it ain't no area. good. It ain't no no good area. It's a great area. It's a growing area. It's one of those areas where um you just can't sleep on. You know what I'm saying? It's not one of those um okay areas they gentrifying and not gentrifying. It's one of them things. It's growing so but after that it did kind of expand my mind and allow me to think to myself that maybe i just don't need to just look in birmingham but it kind of just made me think to myself maybe i need to start looking outside of birmingham and and the possibility of looking outside of the state and i feel like when my tarot reader was telling me about I'm the one who holding myself back. That could be with anything. That could be with the way I run my business. That could be with relationships. That could be the way I raise my kids. That could be anything when the um, tarot reader did say I could be holding myself back. And then I told myself, well, maybe I need to start looking at it as whatever happened just don't say i'm just gonna stay in this little space but expand you know what i'm saying like who knows your your dream kitchen might be an hour away but you don't know that or it could be just down the street but you don't know that or when i gave it to you you the one who held yourself back so you know what i'm saying so i feel like that experience was something for me to kind of look at everything and um, 
make sure oh this is another opportunity y'all i had forgotten about this one somebody had reached out to me about a cake that i have been knowing for some years to go into their restaurant um so i was kind of really happy that that person actually reached out to me they must have got the bug that i don't know what they got anybody they knew i was popping um but anyway is there anything else you want to talk about with that situation no, but I think that you'll get it. You'll be happy sooner than later. That's what somebody else said. But I know one thing. I can't hold myself back. Well, let's say one more thing about the party before we close out. Another thing I learned, um, you know, it was cool that the party was directed in another direction, uh, which was good because somebody got something out of it. Somebody got some type of encouragement, some type of motivation. But another thing I've learned, if you've been doing something for a while, don't even matter if you're rebranding or expanding or whatever you're doing, trust your instincts. Trust who you are as a person. Trust who you are as a business person, especially if you've been in the game for a little while. (laughs) I was told or it was no i'm not gonna even say it was suggested because at the end of the day they was actually telling me that i need to do this but i was serving wine at my party and i had my plastic cups that um i use i was going to use for the water and the tea and i was going to use it for the wine but i did have someone to tell me that well it was a family member who just had a dinner party herself who came to see me and I was so happy that she came to see me. So, so happy. Um, On the phone before the party, it was suggested or told to me that I should have glass, wine glasses. Now, like I said before, if you know yourself, you're not that new in the game, you know how business go, you know about costs, trying to be efficient, trying to have the best party you can have without breaking the bank, that's what you're going to do. And sometimes the things that we purchase that we think people are just going to be like, oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. People not even studying. People don't even care. When we went to the wine festival, how are our cups? Uh, plastic cups, the small ones. The small. Okay, so how much were the tickets per person? Like 70 80 some dollars. Almost $90. Yeah. And these people giving us plastic cups. And I told that person that we really don't need any glass wine glasses. Then my other family member was, I think she was trying to kind of suggest about getting real plates. Mm-hmm. And the plates that I have were fine. They were plastic with the gold rim around it and I understand that we was at a fancy venue but I also understand this some of that stuff don't matter to people they don't care they just want to have a good time and then you also have to think about the cleanup the time it takes people uh for you and your staff to clean up how long because if you stay too long people start taxing um and then Unfortunately, we couldn't be there any longer. We had to get out of there at nine. We had only an hour to clean up. 
And so just imagine if I had to clean up 30, 40, 50 wine glasses. That would have been too much. Too much. Something would have broke. We might have would have to sweep up some glass. All I'm saying is this. You can have a really good dinner on a budget. You don't have to be so cheap. But in business, if you're spending too much on high-end stuff, especially too soon or when you really don't have to do it, you can find yourself in a hole trying to impress Johnny Cunlate. I always think about this one company, and I told you about them. I thought the world of them. I thought they were like the best company, everything, had a nice um delivery van great packaging the food was on point you can tell they they spent money on food they had employees at the wazoo they had it going on you can tell they spent a pretty penny maybe two or three years later i don't even think they've been in the business that long the business owner ended up losing like a a, a serious contract a big contract and I think he ended up getting kicked out of the commercial kitchen. And then a few months later, he ended up killing himself. So the crazy thing about it is you think somebody who has so much and it looks so fancy and so polished, you know, have their head on straight, like they should be good. But one thing I've learned about business, if you can cut back on costs and get a little for nothing, you know what I'm saying, and, and really save, then do it. When I first started my baking business, Someone told me, buy cheap flour, buy cheap eggs. People are not going to tell the difference. And I promise you, it depends on what area you're in. Some of those people cannot tell the difference. You got some of these bakeries around here using box cakes. I use box cakes and I use and I make cakes from scratch. And there, there are some people who have a legit bakery, a building, and been in it for years. And they're using box cakes. So what I'm saying is, yeah, it's nothing wrong if you want to use high quality stuff, if you want to look a certain way. But if you can get by and it still tastes good, then why not do it? Why stress yourself out and worry so much about what something look like when sometimes people not even worried about that? I buy those cake containers that I buy. They're not the hard plastic. They're the 500 in a case. They cost $60 now. They used to cost 50 Every time I could put a cake slice in there, sometimes the little package bend up. Sometimes my labels start running. But guess what everybody say every time they see you at a farmer's market? Oh, they look so good. Everybody cannot be lying. Oh, they look so good. Oh, this looks so good. I had my other family member that said that I do need to spend, you know, more quality on my candles and buy better containers so the candles can look different. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not about to live somebody else's or let somebody else live their dream through me. I'm not doing it. If a person is fine with buying a $6 candle in this little container that I paid $0.75 cents or cheaper for or even $0.10 cents for, and I can sell it for 6 or $7 and they have the soy wax that they want and it has a good scent throw, then that's what I'm going to do. 
I don't care if I go to the Dollar Tree or if I go out there to Community Candle and I'm spending 50 cent, 30 cent on a container. If it's sale, put that wax in it. Make sure that wick is centered. Have a good day. I'm not about to get fancy for some people who probably don't even care. All they really care about is it smells good. But me trying to break my neck, trying to put it in a fancy candle, some of the people don't care about that. I just want to make sure it look good, it sells, it pops. I want to make sure my label look good. I want to make sure my packaging look good. But if I can buy my packaging 10 cent a piece, then that's what I'm going to do. Because if I want to keep something affordable where people want to pay for it, I'm not about to uh, spend a, a pretty... That's just me. Now, you're different. If you're different, that's fine. I totally respect that. Just like some of these restaurants, they want to buy cakes at wholesale. Okay. You're not getting flour from Whole Foods. Not at all. You're going to get White Lily or you're going to get Aldi's. And I promise you, 90% of the time, you're getting Aldi's. But guess what? I'm doing their cakes every week. Okay, then let that sink in. So be really careful about this whole, I want to look a certain way. I want to, I want to sell it to a certain group of people. You can do that. It, it's nothing wrong with doing that, but don't stress yourself out. You spending so much money trying to look a certain way, trying to taste a certain way. You're not seeing a profit or yeah, you may can sell a $75 cake, $85 cake, but how many times do you sell it? How often are you selling it? Don't come to me talking about something. Oh, I sell my set, my cakes for $65, but you ain't sold a cake in two weeks. But you up here talking about, I need to up, raise my price and I'm making a cake every day. So think about that. There's nothing wrong with being, you know, charging what you worth. But be really, really careful about that. Because nowadays, people don't mind skipping a behind the Eggers, Publix, and they definitely don't mind getting Betty Crocker and making it. And you can say all you want to. Well, go, go, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and get Betty Crocker. You keep telling people to go ahead and get Betty Crocker. You and Betty Crocker going to be talking because you up here not making a cake. But Betty Crocker is showing people how to do it. Be very, very careful about that when it comes to it, it's nothing wrong with knowing what you're worth. But don't be too cocky with it because I promise you there's somebody out there right now slinging cakes a little bit cheaper to you with cheaper products and paying the rent i know been there done that still doing it anyway that's all i got to say anything you else sure. you want <laughs> is there anything else you want to say boo thing no you are you happy with the um rebranding party and everything right now i'm happy i'm happier now just thinking about what um that i made some people think and want to go out there and just work and strive. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm happy that that little incident that happened with the DJ, I'm happy that got smoothed over. Um, I'm happy that it's over with. I'm happy that uh, the goals that I did accomplish actually came from people that didn't even know about the rebranding party. But I feel like this, if you put your best foot forward, everything else going to fall in line. Are you happy about me moving to Huntsville? No. Yeah, I'm moving to Huntsville. Moving, so it's okay. I am. I'm moving to Huntsville. My next, the building that I want, that I keep telling y'all about, that I, that's probably going to be more expensive, but it's going to be in a better, a better area. 
It's in Huntsville, Alabama. It's an hour and a half away from here. That's fine. I I'll listen to you on the podcast. Okay, cool. He's going to listen to me on the podcast. And he's going to be so excited for me because I'm going to be up there flipping cakes. And I'm actually going to up my charge, too, because, baby, Huntsville got it. I'm telling you. And I, I'm going to use Whole Food uh, flowers too. I'm buy them special little containers that people really want so bad. I'm going to do all of that. Watch. They're going to be listening to me. And they're going to call me and be like what you say about us anyway you are i'm not gonna hold you all anymore any longer this has been a a long podcast just wanted to give you a little update of what's been going on in my life what i have done what i'm redoing what i've started what i'm continuing to do um all of that good jazz just wanted to give you an update. Um, and actually, with the next podcast, I do want to get these input because I haven't even talked to him about the party at all. So that's probably going to be part two. And then hopefully the next one after that is going to be my experience with a little bit of my catering, talking more about cakes and also candles. So I love you all and make sure you tune in to the next episode, my sweet tooths. Bye bye. 